hello, I'm RJ City, and you are listening to the Monster Cast. You're going to talk about Bela Lugosi. They're going to talk about Lon Chaney Jr. Be so sad, holding his hat, saying, please put me in this room and don't unlock the door. And you can't do any better than the Doll Brothers. Jack and Ryan, they're brothers, but they're also bros. What? Pardon? Wrestling. Well, who the hell wants to talk about wrestling? These are horror movies. It's, it's the deep genre. It's a smart genre. Fantastic actors. Fantastic cinematography. Wrestling is just sweating and fireworks and bouncy ropes. There's nothing. So how do you talk about that every week? All right. Let's see them try. Take it away, you crazy dolls. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross App Fightful here. You're watching the Monster Cast with Jack and Ryan. A big shout out to those fellas. Good people. Check them out. Jake and Brian. Brandon Cutler here from AEW, and I hope you guys have an awesome podcast with the Monster Cast. What what was that? Your name is Jack and Ryan? Shut up, Jack and Ryan. Wrestling podcast? How fucking original. I guess I just I mean. You're welcome. Here's your host of the Monster Cast, the Straight Edge Monster Jack and Ryan. Everybody, welcome to the Monster Cast. We got a huge show for you today. We are going to do the WWE draft coverage of Night 2 Live right here. Then we're going to hit you up with the actual show for this week right after. Hope you are ready for an insane uh, show. So on YouTube, if you're seeing this cut up, you'll know why we're wearing the exact same thing. Well, Ryan's always wearing the same thing. But I will be wearing the exact same thing for all these videos, so... That just is like a, a cartoon character, bro. This is easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. You're like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. He's just wearing yeah. the same shit every Black episode. Black v and joggers, bro, every day. That's how you do it. Fun. No, you we... You see my we... closet. It's like nine of the same shirt. <laughs> um, we have... Um, we have... Done night one coverage already. We gave the win to SmackDown, I believe, mm -hmm. overall. It wasn't really that close, honestly. Yeah, we're gonna see if if uh, Raw can recover in round two. If you watched round two from um, this previous uh, episode, right? It was this last Raw. We we're gonna do this. We were actually gonna do the show on Saturday. Right. And it did and not happen. We decided Jack was we tired. Sleep. Jack was very yeah. tired. But was too. Okay. we also did we also did our backlash predictions on late Friday into Saturday morning. So that was another reason probably why. Yeah. Though, of course, we had a lot of shit going on. Obviously, Saturday also had Backlash, which we will talk about on the actual show. But let's get into WWE Draft Night 2. Let's go! Here we go. Don't forget, we're going to give a grade at the end of each of these for each brand as well. 
So let's hope I set everything up correctly the first time here. There we go. Round one of night two. Raw picks Rhea Ripley. Mm. And SmackDown got Austin Theory. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Raw opened up on top. And it wasn't close. That's, you're just an Austin Theory hater, okay? I am. You don't understand that his time is now. And you got real upset that he beat John Cena. Um, from a, if we're if we're going back to the kayfabe sports presentation point of view, when you're looking at champions that are left in today's pool to pick, it makes sense to pick Theory. I'm fine with that choice. Um, and Rhea obviously was a was a good choice. Um, does introduce some confusion about the whole. SmackDown belt versus Raw belt branding for the women's championships right now, but um, other than that, I mean, they're they're both good choices. I don't, I don't think that uh, I don't think I can give either one of them lower than an A. Like it just makes sense for the for what was left. Okay, so the confusion aside, which didn't get cleared up at Backlash, obviously, they yeah. got Austin Theory because Austin Theory had the title. In no way, shape, or form do I believe that they picked Austin Theory because they wanted Austin Theory on their team. Or on their brand, I should say. So they got they picked Austin Theory because he was the champ at the time. I do believe that it also helped that uh, I, the match was already made for the triple threat match that included Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. So at least in this way, they had a two out of three chance to still have the U.S. title by going ahead and selecting Austin Theory, because if Bronson Reed won, then of course they would lose the fucking title to Raw. Right. Um, just looking at the the pool of who was available, um, that made the most sense. He was the only other champion left. Uh, as far as I can tell, well, the well, no, because they don't have it anymore. So yeah, I mean, there there were no other champions or anything. It just it made sense. Well, you would you wouldn't rather have Owens and Zayn? Um, were they on the list? Oh yeah, yeah they, they got picked in the third round oh, yeah, by yeah, Raw. Yeah. I was looking at the Usos. That's when I, that's why I said, oh yeah, they're not champions anymore. But yeah, I didn't even see them on the list. Um, isn't the isn't the thing with the tag team champions that they're allowed they're allowed to go to either brand anyway? So it's but not if really... I can get Owens and Zayn at the same time, yeah, over Austin Theory. They... When they lose the belt. By the way, I just do want to throw out there that the rumors, you know, remember that we talked about this on the Backlash show, that the rumors was that Triple H is going to rename the women's titles. There's also been talk about splitting the tag titles up and renaming those like they used to be as well. So if you believe that, and those came out way before draft, or that rumor came out way before night two of the draft, then I would still take the tag team champions. Um... Maybe. I, I still think that what makes the most sense with the tag team belts is to just unify them into one belt and then have them defend it across both shows because their tag division isn't deep enough to do the whole, like, let's keep separate tag division shit. It's the same complaint that we have with the women's division, but worse. Um, their women's division act now, actually, if they were to do it across both shows, would, would be fairly deep. Um, but the tag division, there's, there's not enough depth there to maintain two completely different tag divisions. So, yeah, I don't... Um, I don't know okay, why well, they Okay, I'm up. going to agree with you because I've been on that bandwagon the whole time too. Yeah. That the At first we were saying that the world title, the tag titles, and the women's title should be unified and defended across both brands. And the only two titles that should be really separated 
are the U.S. and the Intercontinental because you had, at the time when we made the argument, Brock Lesnar on one side and Roman Reigns on the other, and neither one were defending the world titles. So if you were only going to defend it on pay-per-views and only show up in actual compete in matches at pay-per-views, then it made more sense to have two single titles on each brand to be the U.S. and the and the Intercontinental. Now, we've changed our mind and said, yeah, we both we need two different world titles because one, like we've covered uh, last week's on last week's show, you have 240 people signed to your roster. I mean, not all of them are on the main roster, but still, you have 240 people signed to your roster in two shows. So, your your main event scene should be bigger than it is for one. So I don't have a problem with the two world titles. The issue was obviously when they dropped in the third world title and com completely bungled this whole fucking thing. Now, with all that being said, the other title that I have no problem being one title is obviously the women's tag titles because now they have a lot of women's tag teams that they've gone through in this draft and selected. So now you actually have a semi-fucking-decent division that could travel back and forth. But here's my question. is if they, are, if they were to go ahead and just combine the titles for the tag titles, for the men's tag titles... And make it a unified thing, then why the fuck, as Raw or SmackDown, would I even draft a tag team until way later in the draft? Because you could just put two guys together and have them go on a fucking run if I'm building a roster. Like, in kayfabe, I mean. Well, that's why I'm saying that this wasn't a bad pick, because they are they are right now unified champions. And right now, the understanding is that they're going to go wrestle on multiple brands. So having them doesn't really do anything big for you like you still have them when they lose it even when they lose it yeah yeah but, which is why we were saying like like on night one we were like Ed, i like the street profits but i wouldn't draft them that high right even more so now if you were to unify the tag titles it would make even less sense to draft the street profits that high yeah i agree um we'll we'll get to that in a couple rounds because there's some picks that get made before uh well there's one pick that gets made before kevin and <laughs> where i'm like eh, okay but we'll get to that one. Um, as far as this one, this this all makes sense to me. I feel like both picks are fine. I know you're not a big theory fan, but uh, I give both of these an A. That's fine with me. All right. Well, I give Rio Ripley an A plus. So we're going mm -hmm. A plus there, and I'll go A minus with theory, because okay. yes, no, I'm not a fan, but it's nice to have the title, especially when you lost Gunther to Raw. So you kind of had to pick the U.S. title, which I don't understand. Um, why they let Gunther go anyway, because they had a chance to get Gunther, like we talked about on night one. So it really it, it's your own fault that you let Gunther go. Yeah. Had a I mean, you could have had Gunther in Imperium, but no, you waited till night two and got fucking Austin Theory. So really, you traded Austin Theory for Imperium, which is a terrible pick. So you get A minus. But this is the thing we talked about too, right? So in kayfabe, do they know that if one brand gets Intercontinental that the other brand necessarily has to get the U.S. title? Because then that makes this pick make no fucking sense because you were going to get him anyway. Yeah, well, see, I don't think that's the case because Rhea Ripley and Bianca are now both on the same brand, though. I mean, well, they're no, not on the same no, brand, but they got, no. the, they, got the, they got the different sets of titles, so it doesn't matter. Well, that's a different thing altogether. But the the U.S. and Intercontinental are definitely... We're never going to be on the same brand. Um... So yeah, I don't know. I, hey, I don't know how that works. Hey anymore. man, don't don't talk to me about titles being on the same brand because with the shit that Triple H announced with this tournament that we'll probably talk about on the actual show, the people that are trying to fucking mansplain that to me, like I don't know, like oh it makes sense. No, it fucking doesn't. You know what I need? You know what I need to happen with that belt? I need Roman Reigns to win it. 
I, I want him to win it now. Honestly, I want him to win it now. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Like, I want you people to get so mad and understand that this is the dumbest shit ever. I, I just want him to win it. Fuck it. I want him to win it just because the promo that he cuts on Triple H for trying to make a different belt, saying that they needed somebody else who was going to defend it and uh, didn't need to be acknowledged and all that shit, that would just be so good, dude. I, I think that's... That's the funniest thing they could do with it and the best written thing I think they could do with it. That would make it immediately... Um, I don't know that it immediately buries it either. It also gives it some more prestige. Obviously, whoever beats Roman for that, it's not the same as beating him for the big one. Um, and it would probably be split out into a different match or whatever. Oh, but, you, but here's the here's the drawback to it is that we have to listen funny. to incessant e-drones talk about, oh, he's the real belt collector because he won three world titles from the same company. <laughs> <laughs> well, why the fuck does the same company have three world titles? Exactly, um, but that's not what yeah. they're going to lean on. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure Omega had four. Didn't he? He had the the AAA, he had Impact, he had the other Impact, and then he had AEW. <laughs> the other Impact, yeah, he had two Impact world titles. Yeah. So? <laughs> Counts. He didn't win them separately. It was It was a unified thing. So? It's, it doesn't count. Just like these don't count. It's one world title. I don't give a fuck. All right? I still think that's the funniest this thing. This is the only do. way that... Okay, so here's the, here's the other thing about what you're saying. is like, it would be the funniest mm -hmm. thing they could write. Well, they can't write anything worse because they already did that by having the they SmackDown could, people involved in the fucking tournament. They could write something worse. They could have Matt Riddle win. Um... They could have If Omos Matt Riddle's win. on Raw, then it's not worse than what the fuck they got going on right now. Oh, it's it would be worse. They could have Omos win. Um, there's worse. There's worse things they could do. All right. Well, that was a grades right there. A minus for Austin Theory's pick. A plus for Rhea Ripley. Starting off strong from both sides, honestly. Hard not um, to when it's the first pick. Everybody's still available. It's pretty good. <laughs> like it's hard to mess up the first pick, but hey, they did it the first night. So. Round two. Raw went with Seth freaking Rollins. And SmackDown went with Charlotte Flair. Um, no champions here, but a lot of championship pedigree between the both of them. What do we think about these picks? Uh, Rollins makes a lot of sense to me. Charlotte doesn't. Charlotte hasn't done that much lately. The, the most recent thing she's done is lose the belt. Um, and if they were like trying to build their women's division or anything like that, you still had Asuka in the pool. Um, just people that have been more uh, active. I guess you could say, and had more matches recently, done more recently. Um, it's not like the worst pick in the world. Obviously, she's, you, she, <laughs> when she has the belt 50 times and could say she's a 50-time champion, uh, it makes it look good on paper. But Well, she's 14 as, now, so she's only, she's only going to win it two more times. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, as, as far as everybody that was available, I don't know that that was the right pick, especially because you still had the... Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens tag team champion pick. So I don't know that picking Charlotte Flair here really makes sense. You're picking somebody that hasn't really done that much lately. Um, somebody that's not a champion and picking them over the undisputed tag team champions doesn't really make sense in k -Fay. But if we're talking about what we just talked about, why do you need the tag team titles if you're going to be cross-branded through both shows? You don't really need them. It would be more of a, hey, I want Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at the same time over Charlotte more than it is I want the tag titles. I still think that's a better argument. No, I agree. I agree. I can make that argument for Seth Rollins too, though. I but wouldn't. Fuck no. Come on. I could. I could easily make that argument for Seth Rollins too. 
Seth Rollins doesn't even know what the fuck his character even is right now. So He doesn't need a character. He's good at wrestling. Not, okay. Well, the other two don't need him either. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens don't need him either. Kevin Owens is not that good at wrestling. Oh my I know. I know. What you the like fuck him did a lot, you become a Kevin just, Owens hater anyway? Because you've been not, that like way for a, for a, like a year now at least. It's not that. It's not that I hate him. He's just. He's not. What's his character? What's Seth Rollins' character? That's my cool whole point. Guy. He's a cool guy and dresses cool. That's his character. Okay. You think he dresses what? cool? I think he dresses cool. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. The guy that wears a plain black shirt every fucking week. You think he dresses cool? Nice try, guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think Charlotte that thing dresses Charlotte, cool then. That thing that Charlotte wearing is wearing is cool too, but I wouldn't fucking wear that to Whole Foods. Listen. You think she wears that to Whole Foods? <laughs> Maybe. I'm pretty sure Rollins would wear his shit to Whole Foods. I think if I'm Ric Flair's daughter, I'm wearing that to fucking Whole Foods. Yeah, absolutely. Ric Flair doesn't even wear his robes to Whole Foods. You think that man doesn't wear his robes in public? No, he wears the snakeskin boots, baby. Well, he doesn't wear them since he had to pawn them, but he has in the past. I would. Um, Not unless he's getting paid from somebody from an advertisement. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing a car dealership commercial. Uh, I think... Um, I think right, Rollins... here's a, here, let me give you my thoughts on it right quick, because okay. I love the Rollins pick, obviously. Um, but, but to your point with the tag team title, I have no problem with SmackDown picking up Charlotte because... But only in hindsight, though, because they still got Asuka later. So yeah. SmackDown still got Asuka. So if, if SmackDown lost Asuka in, like, in the next round and Raw picked Asuka first in the next round, then I would say, eh, I didn't really like this pick as much. But I have mm -hmm. no problem with the Charlotte Flair pick because of who you got in the first round and who you got and you still got Asuka later. So that helped. Um, I just... I think if I'm... If, I'm if you're trying to... If you're, trying brand, to if you're on SmackDown, right, and you've lost yeah. Rollins... You've lost um, Gunther and Imperium. You've lost uh, uh, da, 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 Cody. If your main event roster is literally Roman and then no one else, okay, yeah, Bobby that's Lashley. The whole that's the whole company. Listen, then you then you go out of your way to make another division really fucking deep that Raw can't. So they went I with can. SmackDown. So I do believe Charlotte's a better pick than Trish Stratus that Raw drafted. Yeah, no shit. Okay, um, so that's what I'm saying. Like. You're working with what you have in the pool, right? Well, that's the only person later. that I would pick over Charlotte as far as female talent would be Asuka that Asuka. was in that pool. And they still got Asuka, so I can't hate that pick that much, is what I'm saying. They didn't know they were going to... Well, okay, they obviously knew. because Yeah, I, you get what I'm saying. I said know. in hindsight. I said in hindsight. If they didn't get Asuka, I would be bashing this pick. Yes, for sure. You should still bash it because you should you should be judging it based on what they knew at the time. In kayfabe. But I'm saying what their strategy in the, at the time, kayfabe-wise, like, is, hey, we're going to go get a deep female roster. We're like three layers of bullshit deep as far as... In fake kayfabe, yes. That's yeah, what. That's the whole point of this. That's We're trying to make it more real than WWE did. <laughs> and if it were real, I think Charlotte would not be the right pick here. That's the point. I, I would give this like a B. Because she's not bad. It's just not the best thing that was but available. But she has more crossover appeal than Asuka does too, though. She has what? She has more crossover appeal than Asuka does as well. Oh, yeah? Where's her fucking YouTube channel with as many subs as Asuka has? I'm saying in celebrity circles, not YouTube circles. YouTube circles don't mean shit. We all know that. YouTube no one, nobody watches AEW Dark and Dark Elevation, man. YouTube circles <laughs> are celebrity circles. You have any nah, idea how many no, YouTube people Mr. are Mr. Beast? Come on. Yeah, Mr. Be Beast. Guy. That's right. Goddamn I have Mr. not watched Beast. one goddamn Mr. Beast video in my entire Asuka, life. Asuka, I haven't either, but Asuka is the, the Mr. Beast of wrestling. Okay. Yeah, I disagree with that, too. <laughs> that would be BTE. What is Either that, well, well, I don't know. What, what do we? How long has Mr. Beast? How long has Mr. Beast been doing his videos? 
I don't a long know. time? I don't fucking watch Mr. Okay, Beast. well, I'm just saying because it could have been Zack Ryder back in the day. I'm just saying that there's there's a much thinner line between YouTube and celebrity now than there used to be. So saying All I'm saying is they deals. still got both anyway, so I'm not killing this pick. Okay. I'm going to give it a B. 14-time champion. Well, we're going to give yeah. it a B+. Plus. I don't even know what the fuck I'm on 14 right times now. means she lost it 14 times. It's not good. Yeah, so what? She hasn't been wrestling enough to, to lose it 14 fucking times. How long had Ric Flair been wrestling when he was 14-time champion? A long-ass time. Since the 70s, yes. Yeah. So saying I'm a 14-time champion in like Well, I don't know years, when his first title, when he got his first title. I want to say 79, but I'm not This means you I'm keep getting your ass beat. Um, yeah, I would have gone with Oscar. I'm, you're not messing with Will Washington or fucking Tony Khan over here. I'm pretty sure it was 79, though. Because he got in the plane well, crash in 75. Let's, let's see how they do on the monster quiz, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I Will bet they didn't get. I bet they didn't go undefeated at Backlash. Yeah, did we? I did. Oh yeah, because I fucking picked Lesnar last second and shit. Yeah, uh, your vote yeah. was a vote for racism. That's yeah. why. I've heard. And this. you lost. Yeah. Cody thwarts racism again, baby. What a. We'll talk about game. that though later. But anyway, okay. so you gave you said Charlotte uh what? A B. A B. As in we're gonna boy. B plus. I'll bump it up to a B plus. And Rollins is a A what? A plus A, is regular A because there's still champions left on the board. A yeah, I give it A because you said right, I can things. I can agree with that A for that one. So Raw, Raw is coming back a little bit stronger. They've won the first two rounds here in round two. Um, those are our grades for round two. A for Rollins, B plus for Charlotte. Raw has the slight edge over the first two rounds where they were getting murdered in yeah. <laughs> in night one. Okay. All right, let's go up to round three. Here we go. Now, here we go. Here's some tag teams for you. Round three, Raw went with the undisputed tag team champions um, with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And then SmackDown, of course, if you're going to see them go off the board, why not grab the best tag team in your company with the Usos? Because you should be building a different division if they've already got the other champions. So, so this is what you think they. This is where ago. you think they should have picked an Asuka. Or yeah. an Asuka and then a flare here, rather. If I'm a different company and somebody picks tag team champions that can go cross-company, I'm not worried about fucking picking tag team champions anymore. Let them deal with that. And then I will just build up a women's division or like a, a U.S. title. No, I totally division. agree because guess what? In the supplemental draft or in a free agents thing, guess who I can get? I can go get Angel Garza and fucking Humberto Carrillo and fucking have a tag team right there that has talent that you could finally fucking use! And then have them go crossover and actually potentially take the fucking tag titles away from someone who are also younger than all four of these guys. Way younger. Yeah. Um, I... I wasn't... I was. I understand why they did it in kayfabe because it's like... You're splitting them up now. That's apparently supposed to be the end of the Bloodline story for a little while, whatever. They're on different brands, blah, 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 but... We'll, see where well that goes. yeah, backlash was supposed to be like the last little part between the I don't shows. know how that was because the they can go back and forth between the shows. Is it really over though? I don't know. It doesn't it didn't feel like a good blow off to me. You get Matt Riddle get pinned. It's like okay. Not, but there was no other even, way to go with it either, unless they like, were gonna lose and then solo went off on everybody. And fucking like Ken Shamrock Ken Shamrocked everybody but with his thumb. Yeah, he's gotta get a new move. Um Yeah, this is fine. A for Raw, A for Smackdown, I think these are both fine picks. You know what? I love um, Solo's 
wrestling nickname though. Street Champ. It sounds like something New Japan came up with. Street Champ. Solo Sako. I'm like, every time they say it and he's across his fucking tights, I'm like, man, that's some shit that New Japan would just give somebody. Gato would just say, yeah, you're Street Champ. Yeah, it's because that their English isn't perfect. It doesn't sound right because it's. No, weird. I like it. That's what I'm saying. It reminds me of New Japan. All right. You know something different. Master Instead Wild. of WWE just trying to be cool with some words that the kids are saying now, and give it to somebody, and then it and it completely falls on its face. The drip god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't call Seth Rollins that one when it came out. Yeah. Oh, freaking ain't much better. That's uh, true too, but he's had that for a while. Yeah, he's I actually have a Seth freaking Rollins shirt from when he first started yeah. using it or whatever. Well, he he did uh, Tyler freaking Black for a while too, didn't he? It's a while ago. Who? Tyler freaking Black. Oh yeah, but it was Tyler fucking Black though. It was. Yeah, well you know it's PG. Yeah. All right, so do you give the slight edge to Raw here over SmackDown because they got the titles currently, or would you still rather have the Usos? I mean. You don't... <clears throat> okay, so there's two ways to look at that. If you're building a tag division, you'd almost definitely rather have the Usos. And if you're getting two guys who are currently tag champions, but with the anticipation of them not having it forever, which they won't, and then you want to build a singles division out of those two guys, then it makes more sense to pick Sammy and Kevin. So no, agree. So it, lo it looks like it just worked out good for both of the brands, right? Because like if Raw, yeah, so I gave them because Raw has the new title... And after Cody and Seth, who do you have? And why not put two other guys that's already lost to fucking Roman a million times in Sammy and Owens to help? Now you got fucking four dudes at the top single-wise after they dropped the tag titles that make your fucking main event roster look really fucking good as far as the new world title. Yeah. Um, that's why I gave them both an A. It's fine for both of them. It just it depends on what you want to pretend that they want and what, they, what you want to pretend they are pretending makes sense. And... I'll agree with that. I'll give them both an A, so that's a wash right there. A for Raw's pick of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. A for the Usos for SmackDown. Um, so we're still in agreement that um, Raw has a slight edge here. Yeah. All right, round four. Here we go. Round four got the rest of the Judgment Day. And... SmackDown got LWO. Now, at first, I was kind of pissed because Rhea wasn't with the Judgment Day, but I assume that's because she was a champion. Um, so I guess that made a little bit more sense. However, when you got LWO sitting there with fucking five members, and we were, we talked about why we would rather have um, the OC, remember? Because we had everybody from somebody for each division, right? Well, same thing here. Not only do you have everybody for each division... You got a fucking WWE Hall of Famer in it as well in Rey Mysterio. So I actually prefer the SmackDown pick here. What say you? Well, the the Rhea as a champion thing doesn't make any sense because Gunther is two and he still got drafted with Imperium. No, yeah, so I don't I, know why I the agree. I agree. I don't know why but, the fuck they switched. Yeah, him I don't either. understand it either, but Especially if you're gonna put him on the same brand anyway. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, it was a waste of a pick, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know why they did it that way. Um, it seems like they remembered afterward, and then they're like, oh, yeah, we, we have to give them to Raw. Um, from, from what's left, I mean, I'm looking at the, the pool list over here, and just looking at, like, what was left at the time. Um, Asuka's still sitting there. 
I might have, yeah, I might have gone Asuka. I might have gone... New Day the, still sitting there. New Day, Brawling Brutes. Um, fuck, LA Knight. Yeah, I was about to say. If you weren't going to say it, I was about to. Fuck yeah, LA Knight. But I understand that... You also need... You also need depth. And if you can get it in one fell swoop, I like the LWO pick better. This shit says Brock Lesnar's in the pool. That can't be right. No, he negotiated his way to be a free agent. Okay. You don't well, still have the uh you don't still have my thing? I don't, I don't Just go to the notes app. I got it all broken down for you. Uh... But yeah, you got New Day, you got Brawling Brutes, so you got um LA Knight. Which I love. You got um I mean the, a lot of the Later picks are NXT picks, but still. Because you don't, you don't have the pool in here. That's that's right. Um. So yeah, no, he's he's listed in the pool for that night before they, I guess, retcon that and said nah. Um. But yeah, there's, I mean, there's there's definitely other picks in there. The Oscar, the LA Knight. Um. I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not crazy about either one of these picks. It's not like Judgment Day is one shit since the start of the Edge stuff, really. Um, yeah, no. Finn lost the Edge at WrestleMania. Damian Priest lost to Bad Bunny at Backlash, and Dominic lost to Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania. So their biggest feuds—they've all come out with losses, and they already picked the best one from the group earlier in. In Rhea Ripley on a uh, on the round one, so like. Also, I don't like this because it kind of makes an abrupt, weird fucking end to the Ray Dominic stuff. It's just, again, it's just they're, they're cutting off storylines that aren't quite finished yet. Um, I don't know. Even though it still would have made, even though it still would have made sense, would you have let? Would you have had less of a problem? if they would have put Rhea in a different pool, and doesn't this make it look even more dumb that they were in the same night? Like, literally, she got put, picked the first round, and then the rest of the Judgment Day got picked in round four on the same night. Doesn't yeah, that make it into, more into dumb? The same, into the same brand, yeah, I don't get it. Um, just, from, just from what's left, uh, like, if you're trying to build tag divisions or anything like that, there was better picks... I don't know what the fuck they think you're going to do with the Dominic when he doesn't have Ray to work off of. Um, Finn Balor's been kind of middling around for a little while. I don't think they're really going to do Have you ever seen a stable where he, like three of the four would just be better off by themselves? Damien, Finn, and Rhea would just be better off by themselves. I don't know if Damien would. Oh, he kind of needs He kind of needs a group. He, he did a way bit. better than I thought he was going to at Backlash. That's because... It wasn't like Bad Bunny was carrying the match. Bad Bunny was absolutely carrying that match. Come on, man. Don't be that guy. Did you see that Jamie shit? Priest did a good fucking job. Way we're gonna good. Have some, we're going to have some discourse about whether or not Bad Bunny is better than Logan Paul in a little bit. Um, oh, you think so? I do think so. Okay. Um, so, I'm not crazy about the Judgment Day pick. I give that like a C. And then There's no way you're about to be on Logan Paul's side. No, 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 no. Why would I be on Logan? No. I'm well, I sure the fuck ain't on Logan Paul's side. My tweet I is just, very clear. I didn't see your fucking tweet. I don't read everything oh, okay. you write. Oh, okay. Well, I thought that's what you were referring to, because it's not part of the show, so I didn't know why you brought it up, unless you saw no, the no, tweet. No, 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 no. 
No, no, no. Because some people were talking about the shit last night. And I was yeah, yeah, like, they asked who this, was better or whatever. I, I made my my point very clear. Bad Bunny is a better professional wrestler than Logan Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, no. I didn't I didn't say argument. I said discourse. You know what would have been awesome if SmackDown got Bad Bunny in this LWO pick? <laughs> he should have. He's an honorary They should have got Carlito, right? Sabio, Vega. Got Sabio Vega. Yeah, they should have got everybody. <laughs> whole fucking picture of like 12 people up there. Um, Conan back there somewhere. Um, even though he doesn't work here. Uh, LWO pick is fine. You got a bunch of young dudes in there. Got a Hall of Famer. Got somebody for the women's division. Like, this all makes sense to me. I'm going to give that one a B plus. Yeah, I'll give that a B plus too. I'll agree. I'll agree with you on that one just because... I like the pick. I wish. I can't really say that I would pick it over anything else that was picked already either. Maybe the Usos, if we're talking about the whole tag team thing where you could get somebody late. If you already have one involved in the stable, that would help greatly. Like if the I bloodline probably would have gone new If day. the bloodline was all one pick, then obviously the Usos would have been picked there. At number one would have made way more sense than having them split up from the rest of the bloodline too. So if we're talking about Rhea Ripley being split up from Judgment Day, then the Usos being split up from the bloodline also makes zero sense. I I would have gone probably New Day here. And that's not that's not that I have a problem with the LWO pick. That's why I gave it a B plus. But the good thing the only good thing about the LWO pick is that it covers a lot of bases at in one pick. But as far as the actual talent involved or what they've done and things like that, you got Ray who's pretty much on his way out. Zelina, who hasn't ever really been near or at the top of her division, and then young guys who you still have to build up. So it's like a it's like a uh, it's like a prospect pick. Like you you think you might be able to do something with the three guys that are gonna be around long term, but one guy's already on his way out and the other one is kind of stuck. Can I so. ask you a question? Like an actual honest question. You don't think Kofi's on his way out? No, probably not. I think I think the way that Kofi works, he could probably stay around for a, a long time, especially being in tags all the time. I don't know that he's he's gonna have another singles run or anything crazy like that. But when you work tags like in in three mans and stuff like that, you your longevity is a lot higher. Well, um, even though we already assuming that Biggie would just go to whatever brand the New Day is on, kayfabe wise, right? That would make mm-hmm. sense. Well, not even kayfabe, just in real life backstage, it would make too much sense, right? For them not to add Big E into the group when they drafted the New Day makes yeah. also no sense. Maybe they don't know if he's coming back. That's true, but you could still have him in as a, in a manager role too, though. He would be perfect for that if he wasn't able to come back. And the other thing yeah. is, is that if you watch Backlash, he had two or three fucking of the same commercial with Bobby Lashley, so we all know he's there with the DraftKings fucking thing. Yeah. So why not um, just involve him in the graphic? And the other thing is, too, even if he can't come back and wrestle, if you do have him as a manager who's, like, bigger than his two wrestlers, that's kind of funny, too, because you could just have him, as, like, as a heater manager on the outside who doesn't have to take bumps. He could just fucking clothesline somebody. Yeah, a lot of and people the, get mad about, like, like the old heads talk about some, oh, yeah, I don't like it when the manager's bigger because they had the same thing with DDP back in the day when he was a manager. Mm-hmm. Oh, DDP, he's bigger than the guy. Who cares? Wouldn't you want a guy bigger than you to help you out? Yeah. Like, I don't understand that discourse at all. Like, okay, when Shawn Michaels came out with Diesel and fucking Sid, did anybody have a problem with that? No, that made sense. That's because he was a cowardly heel. Um, New Day could be that if they ever turned heel. Yeah. I think it'd be hard to turn them heel with all the shit they sell, though. All right, so what do you give? Okay, so we got B-plus for LWO. What do we give 
Judgment Day. I already said C. Oh, you gave it a C? Um, oh, God. What do I want to give it? Do I want to agree with that? I kind of want to agree with that just because... Finn Balor, and, I do, and I'm not even a huge Damian Priest fan, but I do believe that he could easily be multi-time IC champ. With his performance last night, I thought he did a really fucking good job. Just, not even just wrestling, just the selling. Yeah, his psychology was really good. Dude, too, yeah, though. like the whole match was set up great and they fucking killed it. Um, I don't know if it's because he just trusted Bad Bunny more than he trusts the other people he's going against or if it's a time thing because he didn't get a lot, of, he doesn't usually get a lot of time in his matches. I don't know what it is. Could be a combination of those things. But he definitely gave some, uh, some vibes where it's like, okay, yeah, we can, we can give him a little bit of a, a little leash and let him do his own thing and that he could run with it. So I'll, I'll agree with you. I'd say C. Um, still not a huge fan of Dominic. I think the, the discourse about Dominic being like this super over heel on social media is fucking asinine. Um, oh, who's, is he better heel than MJF? No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not even a better heel than Randy Orton. He's not even the best heel in their own company. So. Randy Orton is there right now. I don't agree. Yeah, I know. And he's still not better than <laughs> <laughs> so no i i won't say it's go away heat but it is like because it's not like baron corbin go away heat or vicky guerrero go away heat even though it's vicky guerrero it's more like roman reigns that shit where he's every time he's trying to talk and they boo him so much that he can't fucking talk um which is closer to vicky guerrero but it's more close to like roman after he beat undertaker at wrestlemania um but no he's he's yeah I'm not falling for that, like, that bait that they try to post up every now and then on social media, I'm not falling for it. No, he's not a better heel than MJF. He's not a better heel than Jericho. He's not a better heel than Christian. He's not a better heel than Randy Orton. He's just not. Um, can he get there? Maybe. I don't know. The one drawback about Damien, though, is even though that match went really fucking good, he needs somebody that can talk for him because he sucks on the mic. Bad. His His cadence is awkward. When he talks, that's what it he is. He stumbles over his words a lot. Like, yeah. he's thinking too much, I feel yeah. like. He's thinking too much about what he's going to say, and then it he stumbles over, and then it once he stumbles the first time, it's like, oh, fuck, he's never going to get back on track. It's that's his I mean, it is, I'm sure it's hard in a big crowd and all that, so you, you understand it, but it's like... Yeah, not everybody's going to be comfortable. But everybody else speaking, is cutting yeah. in the same crowd. Yeah, yeah for sure. No, I'm not, I mean, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying he yeah, would need to work relative. on it if he didn't have a Heyman... Or just a manager in general. We always say Heyman because he's yeah. like the only fucking one in WWE. But if he didn't have somebody That's to talk MVP. for him. Oh, yeah. But MVP's not... Everybody hails the MVP as some great fucking talk. MVP has never talked me into a match in my life. Just so you he know. Talked me into that, he talked me into that fucking Omos Lesnar Man, one. I will fucking literally mute you right now. Shout out That's to Omos match. and Seth, though. I thought the match was way better than it should have been. It was All right, so yeah, see. C for uh, Judgment Day's pick, B-plus for LWO. Let's get to the next round here. Round five. Round five, speaking of titles, the Raw, or not even the Raw. Uh, well, Raw did pick them. Raw picked the women's tag champions, um, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. And Asuka went to SmackDown, which I love that for her because she needs a fresh start after they botched that fucking loss at WrestleMania with Bianca. All right. So, this is kind of in the same category that we were talking about before, right? With the, with, the, with the tag titles, for instance, we do know that they're unified, okay? We do know that they're going to be defended across both brands. 
or that we assume so, unless they're going to take those NXT titles and make them a second fucking title that SmackDown got with Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, right? Mm. So you also have the what we were talking about kind of with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, where Liv Morgan and Raquel, they're not really a tag team. So once they lose these tag titles, they're going to probably split the fuck off and be in the singles division. So even though Asuka is by far still the better pick, even though you got two for one and the titles, Asuka's still the better pick in my in my eyes. But do you still... Um, or would you like to pick better if, let's say, SmackDown picked first and they picked Asuka and then you didn't have Asuka on the board and then you pick these? Doesn't it make it look a little dumber for them to pick Liv and Raquel first when they had Asuka sitting there in front of them? I mean, it makes it look dumb for picking this one with a lot of the picks that were still up on the board. I'm giving that a D. That's a terrible pick. There is no fucking women's tag division. Well, there will be now. No, there won't. No, I'm not. I'm not saying. No, no, no. There's a difference. There's there being a division and the division actually showing up on TV are two different things. There was a 205 cruiserweight division too, but there wasn't really. It was on main event. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you for making my point for me, dude. Why do you hate on main event? Main event? What the fuck? Dude, I will slap the shit out of you right now. You You do not watch fucking main event. Shut up. I watch main event every day. No. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like Sports Center. It's on literally every day. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Main event is a five day a week thing. You know why you're watching it every day? Because you're fucking catching up from fucking five years of not watching it. I go back and watch the old ones again. Every every week I watch main event. Anyway, so you gave it a D. I'll give it a D plus. Just because is, you got yeah, you just, got I'll get a D plus. I agree with you that it's a dumb pick because you picked first, you didn't get Asuka, but I gotta give you a little credit because you got the titles out the gate and you got Liv and Raquel to go off into your division, for a division that was already kind of like before. Fucking exist. You got, you got titles for a division that doesn't exist. Who gives a shit? But I can say the same thing about the the fucking Owens and Zayn pick with the Usos. I said the same shit. There, if you, you could literally just teams. say, I could literally just pick tag teams in the supplemental draft, just two random dudes and put them together. No, no, no. But there are actual tag teams. Like, you got the Brawling Brutes. Like no, I agree the, that there's actual the tag teams, but all the actual tag the teams. Okay, so how about this then? Would you rather have, and not in this round per se, but an actual tag team, quote unquote. You got Rousey and Shayna sitting there at round eight that got picked. Would that be okay. higher than a D for you if they pick them? If they pick them in this round? Yeah. Yeah, because you still can split them up and still have two singles people that are that are. Actually but they're closer to a tag team as, than these two. As opposed to fucking Raquel, whose entire gimmick is, yeah, I've, I've got a back. And then, like, Liv, who hasn't done shit since losing the belt and crying in the ring. Like, this is not Too a Too rousy, pick. by the way. Yeah. This is fucking stupid. I would never pick this. There's no women's tag division. There's no benefit in picking the women's tag champions. You should. They one hundred percent. Have you ever awesome. felt that there was a women's tag division, ever? Bailey and no. Sasha, Iconics. Not Iconics, maybe when Iconics era, maybe. But even then, it wasn't like a deep division or anything. There was like three fucking teams. Well, Bailey and Sasha are part of that. I'm not talking about their second run. I'm talking about their first run when yeah, they yeah. lost it to the Iconics. Yeah, so it's like three fucking teams. Yeah, that that's when there was a tag division. Now you have nothing. Okay, so what do we... A-plus for Asuka then, right? Yeah, of course. A-plus and D-plus. So SmackDown... Uh, they just took the lead right here. Easy. 
for sure. I mean, they took the lead overall because it was a, it was like split hairs at first. They were, Raw was slightly a bit ahead, rather, and now boom, it's over. Like they're they're down. So we give A plus to the Oscar pick, D plus to the Live and Raquel pick in round five. Um, and I'll, I'll throw something else at it, at you because even though they picked them in this next round, which we're gonna do right now, why wouldn't you have picked the goddamn New Day instead of? Raquel and live in that last round. So here we go. Round six. Raw got New Day. And another reason I don't understand is because if you're going to do this and have the brawling fucking brutes anyway, three, why wouldn't you cross them from three with Big E's picture in this fucking thing? Why is Big E not included in the fucking New Day? It might not be wrestling ever again. Who cares? Trish Stratus ain't gonna be wrestling after she finally gets her match with fucking Becky Lynch and she was picked high as fuck on they night care, one. They care about false advertisement. I don't care for fuck. They don't care about false advertisement. I don't care. Put his fucking picture up there. Maybe he got drafted separately in the supplemental draft that we don't know about until we read about on Twitter. Maybe he got picked by DraftKings. <laughs> yeah. <maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Times. I'm throwing Big E up there. I don't give a fuck. I should have just put him in there myself. I don't even care. Yeah. So with the with the notion that Big E is in this, because there's no way that you would split them up if he comes back because people will just murder you online, right? Let's yep. do... I'm going to give it an A. What do you give it for, for the New Day? Oh, yeah, as an A. For mm -hmm. the sixth round? Yeah, A. Easy. Now, I'm high on Pete Dunne. You can call him Butch if you want to. I will not. I'm high on Pete Dunne. I'm obviously high on Sheamus. I still don't really know anything about Ridge Holland. So besides the fact that he's the guy that broke Big E's neck. So anyway, don't start. He broke he his neck. On purpose. Shouldn't even happen. done the goddamn move. That's true. Okay. It's true. So he broke his neck. Yeah. I'm not saying I hate him. I don't hate fucking uh, Tass or breaking Sabu's neck. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a problem with it. I just don't know that much about him to have an opinion one way or the other. One way or the other. He was kind I of mean, pushed. He was probably kind of pushed out the gate in NXT when he was having that shit with Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era and stuff. It's not fair to say that he broke Big E's neck unless you're also going to say that Rey Mysterio killed a guy. That's not even close to the same thing, dude. Eh, it's kind of the same thing. No, bucket, it's not. No, it's, it's kind not. Of That's yeah. not close. All right. Taz broke down why Ridge Holland fucked that up. Now, was it a freak accident? Probably. I'm not blaming the dude for doing it. I'm just saying that's what his claim to fame is currently. Okay? I mean, I know why he fucked it up too. You could watch it. He held yeah, on Yeah, yeah, no and, shit. And I'm just saying, I'm not it. saying but, that I hate him for it. He fucked up. But I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that that's... What has he done since? What has he done uh, ever? That's what he's known for. He stands around in the background. Come on, man. Don't be that guy. Don't oh, be that guy. Brutes. He's a, for he's a for his fucking brutes. WrestleMania Goes Hollywood again fucking thing where he got his chest waxed. Other than that and breaking Biggie's neck, neck, that's all he's known for. And I should say next because Biggie's a big, thick motherfucker. So he probably has more than got, one neck. So Sheamus is a good, is good to go. Pete Dunne is good to go if they fucking let him be Pete Dunne. Ridge Holland, eh, don't know anything about him. But with the New Day, dude, I know all of them. Former 11-time tag team champions. Two of them are former world champions. Xavier Woods, former king of the ring. 
A for that. I don't know where I would go, but it's it definitely in the B range for the uh, Brawling Brutes. Yeah, I'll do I'll do A on the New Day. Uh, with what's left, man, I think Brawling Brutes is probably an A as well, because you you just have to consider what what else is left to pick from, and really the only other viable pick at this point pretty much is going to be like your LA Knight. Like that's I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not really seeing anything else where I'm like, yeah, it, it makes sense to pick that over over Brawling Roots. So I'm gonna give that an A too. It, right, it's, it's gonna give it be within a, the context of what's left in the pool. I'll give it a yeah. I'll give it a You're gonna give it a I wanna give it a B. So I'll go a B plus. Minus. I'll go closer to you. Wow. Oh, that's the wrong that's one. Not, My bad. That's not close. I did that. Me. I knew I was gonna do that at least once. B plus. A minus. A minus would be closer. No. To me. <laughs> that would literally be closer to me. Yes. Okay. Well, B minus. Well, no. So I'll go to B plus. It's further. <laughs> it's getting a B plus, dude. No. All right. So B plus for them. Uh. You just don't want to pull up the other graphic. That's fine. It'll be all right. Let's get that back off of there. Round seven. All right, this is where Trish got picked by Raw, which makes no sense at all to even pick her because you know she's only there for one match and then she's gone again. Pointless. Pointless pick. You don't know how long she's going to be back for. Pointless pick. Uh... And then speaking of pointless, Karrion Cross, who I've never been a huge fan of or got the uh, got the hype ever, I've never understood the hype for him. And then, now I see a lot of discourse that are talking about some, yeah, I'm not really into Karrion Cross's character. I don't know what they're doing with him. I don't understand the hype. Bitch, I've been saying this for two years. On this show. Two years I've been saying this. Now y'all are finally understanding? It's um, literally Mark Marrow and Sable. The, the focus is on Scarlet. Karrion Cross has done nothing. Nothing since getting called up from NXT. Twice, uh, gonna, I guess you could say. He's been signed double... twice and has done nothing. Yeah. Well, okay, this is a bad not... round altogether. It's not like he gets to pick what he does. No, I'm, I'm doing the. Well, no, whoa, 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 whoa. I understand that. Not... No, 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 no. Fuck this. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. He doesn't get to pick what he does. He did in NXT. Oh. I didn't understand the hype in NXT. Oh, he had chances good. to shine in NXT. He did not wow me in any way. Well. You don't like when he goes TikTok? That's pretty cool. You don't like when the the camera changes color? Man, I sort of got TikTok. Everybody, by the way, also, as a fan of rock music, and everybody thought his entrance was so cool in NXT, I thought it was hokey as fuck. Uh, I don't remember it. It's when Scarlet came out lip syncing. I Go mean, on. I remember, I remember her coming out lip syncing, but I don't remember what the song is. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give this whole round just double D's because this is just not good on either one. Oh, so goes right with Scarlet and Trish. Good job. I like your style. No titty jokes. <laughs> I'll please. give it a double D's as well. Boom. And boom. I agree. And in fact, I. You know what? You know what? No. I mean, I'll give it D's. I'll give it a... SmackDown gets a D-minus. Because... Why? 
Because at least Trish is in the fucking Hall of Fame. These two aren't going to be there. Cameron Cross will be. One Based day. off of his NXT accomplishments. Uh, his future accomplishments. I've read a lot of interviews Dude, with him where he I'm, says I'm, that we don't. I'm going to lose it on the show, and we haven't even got to the actual. This is just we the haven't draft seen what he's show. capable of. I'm not going to make it to the actual what, show with this shit a, you're spewing. You don't know what he's going to do when the TikTok is done. Yeah, he's going to leave the, and go back to MLW. That's what he's going to do. When the TikToking of the clock, well, he's going to go control his own narrative again. Hits the. I don't think that's around anymore. Um, He'll have to start it himself. <laughs> You can go to NWA with uh, EC3. Yeah. Um, Control your own NWA. That's what they call it now. They combined it. Does Scarlett wrestle? Huh? Does Scarlett wrestle? She has wrestled, yes. And she has wrestled on SmackDown before, I believe, as well. So you're not giving them any credit for having two picks in two different divisions? Fuck no! What the fuck? No! She wrestled one time. I'm giving them the credit for two superstars? No, I'm not. Yeah! How many times has Trish wrestled in the last fucking year? More than both of these two. That's not true. On TV? Yeah, on TV. Are we are we including uh, pay-per-view, though? Both. Dude, Karen Cross, man. She's got more wins than both of them? How about that, motherfucker? She's got more wins than both of them? I actually don't think that's true. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's where I need to get my sounds board set up. It's damn true. Kurt Angle sound right now. Nobody likes him. You are out of your mind if you think Trish Stratus has less wins than Karrion Cross on TV and pay-per-view in the last year. You go ahead and look that up all you want to. Karrion Cross beat Rey Mysterio on February 24th. And him and Scarlett beat Emma and Madcap Moss on... January 6th. That's two. Okay, now look at Trish's. For the last year, look at Trish's. Because Trish won at WrestleMania. That's one already. All we gotta do is find one fucking more, dude. Yeah, but she hasn't been wrestling. Excuse me? She lost the match with Becky. She hasn't even had the match with Becky yet. Oh, you're talking about the, the tag title yeah, match? Yeah, and the last year she's had two matches and lost one, so I was right. Get fucked. No, I disagree. You don't... I don't care if you disagree. She's had two fucking matches. I disagree. I'm pretty one... sure she had another Raw match and won. No, I'm looking at her fucking cage match thing right now, okay? Her last match was losing... Or before she came back, was losing to Charlotte in 2019. Her yeah, that first was Evolution, match, right? No, Or SummerSlam. Revolution, whatever. Summers, SummerSlam. So, oh, was it SummerSlam? Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, WrestleMania 39 was her first match back, which she won. And then her only match since then was the one on Raw where her and Becky lost the titles. So, no, she hasn't won more matches than Karrion Cross. Well, she will, though. And she hasn't even won more matches than Scarlett. Truth hurts. Better wrestlers. Wait, 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 wait. Scarlett had the one match, right? Did you look up hers, too? Uh, I know. I mean, I know she's won at least one match, so she hasn't. So what I said was she hasn't won more, which is true. Are we sure she won the match? Yeah, she was. She, her and uh, Karrion beat Emma and Madcap. Oh yeah, okay, the mixed tag. Okay, I'm thinking singles matches. My bad. Yeah, she's had at least one singles match, though. Is what I'm saying. 
I just can't uh, within remember the, what she won. Within the last year, not for uh, not for WWE, but she also won on uh, MLW. Okay. Yeah. I thought she fought like Zelina or some shit one on one. Uh, not that's in cage match. I don't think so. Okay. They would probably. Um, have. All right, so we gotta give grades for this. Oh, we did. My bad. We did. Double D's. D and then a D minus. All right, so round that's round seven. Round eight. Now we're cooking. Why couldn't this be in round seven? Why the fuck? All right, so Raw gets a tag team and two singles wrestlers and uh and a draw. So off centered. Um, because Shayna's arm got cut off and it would have looked dumb in the middle of the picture. All right, so <laughs> Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. As you can see there, the new powers of pain got yeah. picked for Raw. And then LA Knight, my boy, who has no fucking accolades on his draft card at all. Just LA Knight, baby. Should have been the number one pick on night two. Fucking LA Knight right there. I'm giving that an A plus, and you can't stop me. You got LA Knight in round eight. A plus. Now let's his, talk about the raw one though. His what accolades would you give card this should have just said his accolades card should have just said yeah. That would have um, been fucking hilarious. Same thing with Pretty Deadly. They should have said, yes, boy. Uh, <laughs> these are In fact, fine. let's create a new stable right now with LA Knight and Pretty Deadly. And every time Pretty Deadly, or every time LA Knight says, yeah, they say, yes, boy, right after him. That'd be fucking a great stable. I don't know if you could build a whole stable around that. but Oh, yes, you uh, definitely could. I'll give an A to the LA Knight pick. That makes sense to me. That's a good pick for being this late. And he's one of the few good things left. Um, and sort of the same conversation I was having earlier with the, the, uh, Liv and Raquel pick, like, I think that you could make a case that Rhonda and Shayna should have been picked before them, even despite them being champions. So, what, what, okay. But in a vacuum, because, because they got picked so late and what's left after them, this is actually yeah. not that bad of a pick though. That's why like, I'm giving it an A. Yeah, yeah. This is a good fucking pick. No, I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people yeah. might not understand what you're talking about, but yes, I would definitely consider them over Liv and Raquel earlier on. When you look at the women that were picked after, you have Katana and Kaden, which is another tag team, and of course Shotzi in the next round, and you're definitely picking these two over those. So for the value at round eight on night two, that's that's really good. But I'm not going to put it up there with LA Knight, so I agree with you. We'll give it a solid A instead of A+, because LA Knight, yeah, is fucking awesome. Awesome pick to get that late for SmackDown. The only bad part is, of course, he's on SmackDown. And fucking Roman is sitting there. But I do have high hopes that he could possibly take that fucking title off of Austin Theory, which would be awesome. Because this is the mm. time. They could turn LA Knight face big time. If So if that's what they're waiting on, and now you have Austin Theory over there, and he's already beaten fucking Bobby Lashley back and forth a million times, and you want to give him somebody new undercard because Roman's tied up with whatever the fuck he's got going on, and LA Knight clearly is not going to beat him. LA Knight getting that U.S. title off of Austin Theory would be a great way to go. Yeah. All right, let's get to round nine here. Round nine, we've got Ricochet and Braun Strowman drafted um, to Raw, and then Shotzi drafted to SmackDown. Shotzi, another non-accolade, no accolades on her fucking draft card. SmackDown going deep in the in the draft here. And, uh, of course, Ricochet and Braun Strowman, 
Ricochet is a former Intercontinental and United States Champion and a former loser to Brock Lesnar. And then, of course, Braun is former WWE Universal Champion and former loser to Brock Lesnar with the two-piece. Uh, so, they've been a tag team for a while, right? So, I don't hate this pick, um, especially round nine, okay? Don't hate the pick. Um, Shotzi, I would have picked Katana and Kaden over Shotzi if... If you're looking at who's left in the in the draft pool, and you and I and everybody else that watches this fucking thing, when they say select superstars from NXT, and then like 18 fucking people from NXT got drafted, who the fuck wasn't in the draft pool? Just Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker? Uh, yeah. That's they dumb. Gotta, they got to move up their football players. <laughs> the fuck, dude, that's so stupid. But I would have um, picked Caden and Caden and Katana. I would have picked over Shotzi. Um. In this round, like if Shotzi was still there in round twelve, I would have got her. Obviously, um, right, like you said, I don't really know the rest of the pool position. either, though. I feel yeah. like this is kind of high for Shotzi, who hasn't been doing anything on the main roster either. Especially when you got Bronson Reed and Pretty Deadly in the next round. Both of those, I would have picked over Shotzi as well. I would have picked Alpha Academy over Shotzi too. So, yeah, I'm. Um, I'll go with a just for what's left. I'll go with a B minus on the Ricochet and Braun pick. Um, obviously they're trying to build a tag division there. They've picked some other tag teams. It kind of makes sense. Whatever. Uh, they, they picked up New Day. They picked up the champions. So that makes sense. Uh, Shotzi C minus. I think there's better picks, but it's not like egregiously bad. I'll agree with both of those. C minus isn't that bad of a, I mean, it's a bad pick, but it could have been worse because Pretty much anything higher than this, we would have been in F plus F F minus territory, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, where you got as, her at? I can't. It's it round it's nine fun. on night two. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, yeah. not that bad. But like when you see still who's left, it still wasn't even like the top four pick. So she's still not even top four pick of who's left, and that's no fault of her own. Um, that's just kayfabe. If and if the if, logic is we're we're trying to build a women's division, you would pick the pick that's two more fucking women. You wouldn't pick shots. Exactly. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when you got. They would be in the division at least at the start. That you could still steal the title from the other brand, right? Yep. Um. Okay. So I agree with that one. C minus and a B for Raw and SmackDown. Raw is back in the lead, I think. Here, we're gonna go to uh, round ten, though. Round ten. This is a good round here. This round should have been the previous round. So you've got Raw picking Bronson Reed, who we're both big a big fan of, right? And then yeah. you've got Pretty Deadly, who I love. Pretty Deadly. Um, had to get the UK title picture in there because the UK titles mm -hmm. were all cool as fuck. Uh, former two-time NXT tag team champions as well. Elton Prince and Kit Wilson, in case you didn't know their names, that was on their draft card because they didn't have anything else really to go up there. Um, former NXT North American champion for Bronson Reed. And they put a signature move up there in case you didn't know anything else about them. The Tsunami, which is the big splash from the top rope. All right. So I like both of these picks, and I'll be real with you. I'm thinking I like the Pretty Deadly one slightly more. I think they're very close, but if I'm splitting hairs, I'm liking Pretty Deadly just because it's on SmackDown. I think that's a good fit for them. Yeah, uh, I don't know why the one guy looks like The Witcher, um, but good for him. Uh, I think both of these picks are fine. Uh, Bronson Reed... Just looking at their other picks, I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure what their plan is with him, really. Because if you look through their other picks, it's like a lot of tag teams, a lot of stables. The only other singles that they really picked up was Seth Rollins. And it just, I don't know what they're doing with that, as far as this night, anyway. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with him, where they're going to try to put him. I don't think he's going to be a challenger for Gunther or anything like that. Uh, if he had ended up on the brand with Theory, I could see him being a challenger for the the U.S. title. But then when they had this draft and then they put him in that triple threat, I was like, well, there's no fucking way now he's going to win because, like, you're not going to switch the U.S. title to the same brand that has uh, Gunther already with the Intercontinental. But I thought I thought he would fit in really good in the U.S. title picture and then they just did this. So I don't know about this pick. Um, I like him, but he's definitely not what he was when he was in New Japan as Jonah. So not sure what the plan is. I'm going to give this, like, a just based on who's left, probably like a B-. minus. Um, I pro I mean, if I'm, if I'm raw and I've already picked all these other stables and tag teams and last round, just picked like, uh, Ricochet and Braun and have new day and all that stuff, I would probably just go with fucking alpha Academy for my next pick and just build up my tag division more. So not sure on the, on the Bronson Reed thing. Um, and then, uh, pretty deadly. I'll give that one a B. I'll move, I'll bump it up to a B cause I like Bronson Reed. I think. I think he won't get lost in the shuffle as bad on Raw either because you moved Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory over to SmackDown. Roman's the champion over there. I think Bronson Reed could actually do something on Raw. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then Pretty Deadly. Like I, I don't think anybody really doesn't like them. They're, they're going to be an asset to any tag division. Uh, they're entertaining. Um, they do have the... They do have the... Uh, the Viking Raiders problem of casual audiences not really knowing which one is which and what their names are and shit that they're going to probably have to get over. Like they have to make separate personalities for themselves in some distinct way um, at some point, or otherwise they're, they're going to have the same sort of issue with not really ever getting over um, like in a big, big way. Obviously people like them, but it's, it's not the same. Um, and you, you see that sort of with like uh, even tag teams like FTR and stuff too. Like, Back when nobody really knew which one was which or whatever, it was harder for them to get over. You didn't really see them as individual personalities or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, um, I think if they can get past that hump, uh, show some more distinct characters between the two of them, uh, make it so that you know which one is which more, <laughs> uh, then, uh, yeah, I think they'll do fine there. I think this is a pretty good pick. I'm going to give this one... Uh, just so just everybody knows, Elton Prince is El the one with the white hair. Yeah, Prince, and Kit it's easy to remember. I'm not saying Ryan doesn't know. I'm just pointing it out for in case somebody yeah. doesn't know. Elton Prince is easy to remember. You just remembered like a cartoon prince has white hair. There you go. Easy. Um, but yeah, uh, I would probably give this one like a B plus. I think this is, I think this pick is good. I think it adds, um, I think it adds something interesting to the show. So we'll say that. All right. I'm going to bump both of them up. I bumped up your B minus to a B and I'm going to bump up the, what'd you say this one? B plus. B I'm going to bump plus. that one up to an A. So I like both of them pretty much as much as you do. The same gap in between both. But yeah. I really do like the Pretty Deadly pick. I think it is their time. It is time for them to get called up. It's one of the few call-ups that they did that I'm like, yeah, they're ready. They're, they can they can get called up and they'll fit right in with the tag division, assuming Triple H um, is Rolls allowed to book division. tag team <laughs> matches. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. As, long as, as long as Vince allows him to have a tag team division, they'll fit right in, especially on SmackDown. I think they'll do good. Um, so I really like that fucking pick. Um, okay, so A for SmackDown, B for Raw. I still feel like Raw is in the, uh, well, it's a lot closer now, actually, because Raw got fucking hammered on that Asuka one. 
Yeah. All right. So give me a second. I'll get that well, off. You of should there. Be, You should have a point system. Yeah, I should. Maybe I'll do that next time instead of using grades. Next year I'll use points or whatever, and we'll. But add you still more. use grades, but you just assign a number to every grade. Yeah, but then it would just be easier to do the numbers. <laughs> Uh, maybe I don't know. I think it's hard right. to think of. Think Speaking of, of grades, Alpha Academy. Here we yeah, go. Maybe. There you go. Raw picked him. Um, and SmackDown got Rick Boogs, who I used to be a huge fan of. Um, when he had the long hair in NXT, I thought he was fucking hilarious. He had some good uh, social media videos and stuff, and they've kind of they kind of fucked him up. I don't know why they either asked him to cut his hair or he cut his hair because he. Looks like just another dude now. It's weird. Um, I really wish he would grow his fucking hair back out because he had like the the old school 80s type deal. It was almost like they made him cut it because they gave his gimmick to Ezekiel. That's what I feel like. So like he was rocking all the like the 80s stuff with the frills and the fucking tassels and he had the long hair and going fucking nuts constantly. And then magically fucking cut his hair. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I, I really... Do they think they already fucked him up just visually? Um, you, you say he looks like another dude, but he looks like another rude. No, hilarious. Uh, Thank you. He does so though. Alpha, he he kind of looks like fucking Rick Rude. I guess. Looks um, more like a swollen up Bobby Rude, honestly. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll we'll start with the Raw draft pick first. Alpha Academy, former Raw Tag Team Champions. As you can see there, they're holding them. Um, mm. they haven't really done much to to date. I, they had a really good showcase match at WrestleMania when Chad Gable showed out, well, as he yeah. does every now and then. But what do you think of the pick? Keep in mind, we've only got one more round after this. This is round eleven. The pool that they were in, where they got picked. What do you like? Do you like this pick? For what was left, and for it, the fact that it looks like they're trying to build a tag division over there, kind of like we were talking about earlier, like they picked Ricochet um, and Braun. They picked um, they picked the new day. They picked Judgment Day up, so you could do a tag team out of them. They picked up Owens and Zayn. Like it just makes sense for them to pick another tag team if that's the division they're trying to build. So I was fine with this. I think it's an A. All right. So yeah, I like the pick better than the Rick Boogs pick. I'm actually gonna go for the Raw pick. I'm gonna give it a a B. I'll give it a B. And then for the SmackDown pick, I'm gonna give it a D. I'm gonna give it a C. Um, All right, because so because or C minus, I'll give it a C minus. Then. All right, go ahead. Elias, Elias is still there, and Elias does everything Boogs does, but better. So why the fuck would you pick up Boogs? I don't have a problem with him, but if I'm trying to build a brand, I'm, I'm going to pick the established guy that I know can perform. And why didn't really they put them in a tag team together? Why didn't they make uh, it? Why didn't they make them together like they did Alpha Academy? Like why was? Elias not in the pool with Rick Boogs. I mean, they're not... They haven't tagged that much. I, I get... But they're involved so much storyline-wise, and they're supposed supposedly friends or whatever, and then you could just guarantee to people that you're carrying on that storyline on whatever the fuck brand they get picked on. It's literally no reason not to include Elias with the Rick Boogs thing. Like, I don't understand. And also, it would have made a little bit more sense um, for the audience viewing it like, exactly like what you said. Why the hell would I pick Rick Boogs over Elias? Yeah. So that's that's what I'm going to give it a C. I just, I don't think it, it makes sense to pick him over Elias. I'll give it a C minus for that one. A B for Alpha Academy. And we go to the last round. Round 12 coming up. 
Round 12 was Raw picking Katana Chance and Kaden Carter, former NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, and they were obviously the longest women's tag team uh, champions in NXT history, which, believe it or not, they book their women's tag team division better than the main roster. And then, of course, over on SmackDown, my boy Cameron Grimes to the moon, baby, got drafted. Very hyped for him. He's on the same level to me as, like, an LA Knight. I'm huge fans of Cameron Grimes and LA Knight. I'm hoping big things from both of them. And I do like that they're both on the same brand. I think that's going to be cool. I think they could have some good matches together. Um, they've already got Cameron Grimes going to have a match with Baron Corbin coming up. Well, that this was, so okay, that's cool. So they already put him in a storyline. That's awesome. You you mentioned Baron Corbin, and that's the first thing that came to mind. It's like, Baron Corbin was in this pool. I would pick Baron Corbin a million fucking times before I pick Cameron Grimes. I would also pick I'm, Elias over Cameron Grimes. Oh, no, I disagree on both of those. That's because you're a fucking Cameron Grimes fan, but I just he doesn't do much for me. Come on, dude. You can't say that on the show. You can't say that on the show. He doesn't do much this for me. This Barry Corbin gimmick that he's been running for the last two years is hot trash. Yeah. So? Then I'm not picking Barry Corbin you give him over Cameron else? Grimes. Okay. Um, also, <laughs> there, there was still the uh, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander team for Raw to pick since they're building tag team divisions out, and I probably would have picked them over over this team too. Now that now that's something we can discuss because SmackDown hadn't been picking tag teams in a few rounds. So the last tag team that they picked, I guess technically you could include the Brawling Brutes. That was all the way yeah. back in round six. We're in round twelve. Yeah. So six rounds without a tag team um for their for the men's side. Oh no, wait my bad. They picked pretty deadly. Yeah, well they also I mean they, then they also have the LWO and stuff too, which has a tag team in it. So um, I think if I think their tag division is too weak to waste a pick on Cameron Grimes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. In this in this night alone, they have the Usos, the mm -hmm. LWO, the Brawling Brutes, the Brutes, and then Pretty Deadly, and Pretty Deadly. That's four quality tag teams in the same night. Yeah, you got to build a singles division underneath fucking Roman because Roman's never going to be there. So you're trying to build a U.S. You were trying to build a U.S. title division here with Austin Theory. Honestly, I don't. I, this is just me being a Cameron Grimes hater, I guess. But I don't. Why see are you a Cameron Grimes hater? I don't even understand it's not, that. It's not that I'm. A, it's not that I don't like him. I just I'm not entertained by him. I don't know what to tell you. How can you not be it. entertained by Cameron fucking Grimes, dude? I'm just not, bro. What do you want me to tell you? Uh, you got you got a rude awakening coming to you on SmackDown. I promise you. A, a Rick, I promise you. He's going to be up there with LA Knight for you soon. I promise you. He will you. not. He will not. He will. He's he good. I've seen him. You're crazy, dude. You're crazy. Right. Okay, so let's talk about the draw. The Raw draft pick then. Katana Chance and Kaden Carter going to Raw in the final round. Former, like I said, former NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, the longest reigning ones in NXT history. Um, I mean, they've been in NXT for a long time as a tag team. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, I love me some Caden Carter. Okay. Calm down. Um, just looking at the, the other people that they picked in the different rounds, like I just... I don't know if it's just me or what, but... 
what you already we, got the, about? you've got you've got the women's tag champions on Raw, so it kind of makes sense to pick another women's tag team if you're trying to build a division, like if you're trying to make a women's tag team division, even though it doesn't fucking exist. Um, and then they also picked up Rousey and, and Shayna, so like in in one sense, it, it does make sense for them to pick them. Um, so I, I don't hate it. If the goal is to build a women's tag division, it's it's a fine pick. So I, I won't hate on it. But the last pick, yeah, I, I don't hate it either. But here's the thing, is that it does exist. They just don't use them. This is this is probably after this draft takes place on Raw tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. This will be the closest they've ever had to an actual women's tag team division. The problem is, are they going to treat it as such? That's the issue. They probably won't. No, I agree with you that they won't. I 100% agree with you that they won't. But they have the pieces there. That's the problem. Teams. And that's what's going to piss everybody off is because you have the pieces there and you're still not going to do it. Yeah, they have four teams, bro. That's not going to work. That's why I always thought that they should have just combined the NXT women's tag titles with the main roster ones anyway and let them compete across all brands. When they created the NXT women's tag titles and gave them to fucking Raquel and Dakota... It made mm. zero sense. Like, why? You already had the main roster champions go down there to defend them. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I hate that they created the new ones in the first place, but then I hate it even more because they did a better job with two hours of TV every week with the women's NXT tag team division than you did on the main roster. That goes back and forth between two fucking brands. Yeah. Um... Well, I, th I think we've both been saying that for a while, is that they should merge all three of those sets of women's tag teams and just defend them across everything. Because, I mean, that's... It's not like they haven't been defended in NXT, the main roster ones, so... I mean, I'm just, I'm just fine with that. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't... Okay, I'm not going to hate on this pick too much, because if that's what they're trying to do, then fine. I, I still think I probably would have gone with something else. But, Cedric and um, Shelton. Cedric and Shelton, yeah, most likely, since they built out so much of a tag division and you've got the tag champions. Um, or Los Lotharios, like you'd mentioned earlier. Like, yeah, for sure. I love that tag team. Yeah. Um, so I'll give this one like a B, just because I, I kind of see the intent, but it's not really what I would be focused on. Um, I really can't hate on anything in round 12 at this point, right? If you think uh, about it. Cameron Grimes. Dude, uh, I swear to God. I'm going to give a D+. Plus. Hell, what the... F no. No. Because Elias is still available. Uh, Baron Corbin's Elias still available. is not a better wrestler than Cameron Grimes. Johnny Gargano is still available. Holy shit. I don't even like Johnny Gargano. Uh, you don't Grayson like Waller. yourself because you don't like Cameron Grimes. Grayson Waller is still available, and you think he... he you think Grimes should have gotten picked over fucking Grayson Waller? He got picked in the supplemental draft, I believe, afterwards. Yeah. He did, but that's what I'm saying. Like he could have picked him before, and he picked up Grimes in the fucking. I don't like right? Cameron. I don't like Grayson Waller. You think I like Australian Austin Theory more than Cameron Grimes? No, I'm good. Do you think he's a better wrestler? No. Okay. I think he's right. better than Austin Theory. I'd prefer to watch him. I think he's more entertaining on the mic than Austin Theory as well. By the way. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much the same fucking gimmick. Okay. The Grayson Waller effect. That literally is nothing, by the way. D D plus. Cameron Grimes. Whoa. Well, we're going higher than that. Well, yeah. After you I'll give it a... Well... See, I don't even want to give it fucking... See, I agreed with you on the... Ton of, 
chance at Caden Card. I love Cameron Grimes. Um, let's see. But you shouldn't like you let, said, you shouldn't I, let your and I didn't even put his fucking million dollar championship win on here, by the way, which annoys me. Yeah, look at that. Look at all his accomplishments. I see what you love about him. Ellie Knight had nothing up there too. Shut up. Because he also has no fucking accomplishments. Also a loser. Okay. You should um, put Baron Corbin. And we there. gave that like an A or whatever the fuck it was. Baron Corbin would have something on his card. Do they put shitty, shitty character for the last three years on there? Do they do that? Ever since he got out of the Lone Wolf character, he hasn't had one goddamn good character. That's not true. It his, is true. When he was no, when he was doing his like, uh, down on his luck, broke motherfucker. No, gimmick, that was garbage. No one even fucking his, felt bad for him because he was so hated. It was terrible. His backstage stuff was so fucking funny though. I still no. remember one of his fucking promos where he's talking about <laughs> he had spaghetti sauce on his shirt and he's talking about how he had a can of spaghetti and he had to open it, but then the can opener broke, so he had to open it by smashing it on the ground, <laughs> like. Sorry, his character work in that period was so fucking good and is super underrated. And I will not hear any goddamn Baron Corbin slander from people about his character in that period because it wasn't a good idea, but his execution with it was always very good. I couldn't disagree more. His last good character was the Lone Wolf character. It's not even close. None of those characters were fucking good. That's why he's had so many since. And mm, the JBL pairing was fucking, might have been good on paper, but it was a fucking huge miss. Well, that's because JBL fucking sucks. I'm going to give... And because what? I have to fucking even it out with your score, we're going to give it a that's not C+. How you plus. That's not how what? you should score. That's not how you should score. Yeah, it's a... because Yes, it is. That's how I've been doing it the whole fucking goddamn show. No, but what would your score be if I didn't score at all? A B+. Plus. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. I thought you were saying you intentionally put it higher to make mine come up more. No. Okay. No, no. We're, we're meeting in the middle, every like every other fucking pick. I thought you were trying to undermine my... my. I did undermine it by giving him a B plus, technically. Well, you know what I mean. Like, intentionally inflating yours to more than you would have otherwise. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I was just saying I couldn't give it... Because I was going to give it, like, a, a C minus. I'm sitting there like, well, if that was the case, I'd be giving him a a C plus and then it would be all the way down to D minus or D plus and I was like well I'm not going to give it that because I was going to give it the same grade as like a Katana Chance Kaden Carter type deal which would have well, made no sense saying. for me to give Yours... a less grade to the, to him than I would have Kaden Carter and, or Katana, Katana Chance and Kaden Carter rather I gave it a B plus so going down to C plus meets in the middle with yours alright so who would you say won night two of the draft then it was actually a lot closer than night one look. right do what we just graded them all. Just look. I didn't Count write any up. of them down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? Then? They were um, all pretty close until the Asuka one, right? And then Asuka, that one was a big difference. So SmackDown took the big lead. But then they started creeping back in because Karrion Cross was terrible. New Day out, outshined Brawling Brutes. Then Rousey and LA Knight. LA Knight got the, the nod there. Ricochet and Braun got the nod there, so Raw's coming back in ahead. Pretty Deadly and Bronson Reed was pretty close. Alpha Academy killed Rick Boogs. And then this one, so Raw, really. Even though they got killed in that one round. On feel alone, just because they got Rhea and Seth, uh, and then also like put together a pretty solid tag team division, uh, on feel alone, it does feel like Raw won. But uh, it's hard to say. We'd have to actually go back and count. Yeah, I mean, when SmackDown got three people that don't have anything on their cards in Shotzi, Cameron, and L.A. Knight. Yeah, it's and kinda, carry, yeah. carrying Cross and, you know, they, they had some 
picks that weren't ideal. It's all it's almost like the old school SmackDown roster where they had the younger guys that haven't really done anything yet. You remember when they very had, had the first ever draft and Raw had like all the big hitters and then SmackDown mm-hmm. had like one big hitter like the Undertaker and Edge and then it was a huge drop off with a bunch of young dudes. That's how yeah. it kind of feels here. Kind of like they're still fitting that mold of the draft. Yeah. So we'll give it to Raw for night two, but SmackDown, SmackDown definitely won night one though. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I mean, for what was available, I didn't think it was that bad. I do. I think it was weird that they started off by saying that Brock Lesnar was in the fucking pool, and then they didn't even mention on Raw Talk or anything what what they were doing with him. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. But. Uh, I'm assuming he's just going to do the I'm a free agent too thing like Omos and whoever. So. Yeah, that's what happened. They they announced that he was a free agent at Backlash. So, Okay. All right. So there are the grades and the draft picks. That was night two of the WWE Draft 2023. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to comment with your uh, opinions below. Who won night two? Who were, who, what were your grades? Did you agree with us? Were they egregious like Ryan's Cameron Grimes grade? And let us, and give us a thumbs up, obviously, on the video, too, if you're watching this on YouTube. Tell us how overrated Cameron Grimes is. Shit, what the f- oh, oh, my God. All right. Deuces. Deuces for that video. Deuces. <laughs>